gonna hit her about three quarter to full throttle. Come down that hill pretty fast. Hit that water, just gonna hold her wide. Gonna be a good day. Welcome to Chasers, the cycling podcast that loves mud, swift, and chatting rubbish in that order. With me, Sam, Seb, hello, and Harry Mailer. Oh, hello! That was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> What's disappointed about that? That was sweet as. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. What do you want more of an introduction? <laughs> no, less. Harry, the mailman, Mailer, who always <laughs> delivers. Exactly. With a little theme tune going. The body double to Nara Quintana himself. <laughs> the Caucasian Quintana. <laughs> Kim Cajun. <laughs> no, no. Oh. How are we all? We are okay? I'm very good. I'm very good. Harry? Yeah. Okay. Surviving. Life treating you well? Yeah. It's got its ups and downs, but... Uh, overall, we're okay. you can't complain. Yeah, <laughs> let's not get into it. <laughs> no. So, big news though. We are in recording the first time in my new house. So we're, we're in the the podcast studio. Send it towers. Also known as the, the spare bedroom. <laughs> the third bedroom. <laughs> I have you know. La di da. Not many houses have dedicated podcast rooms. Yes, we've got eggshells egg on the uh, not egg shells, egg boxes egg on the shells. walls. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're treading on that. We're we? going to be treading on them later. <laughs> eggshells. It's a weird decorating <laughs> scene going on. It's just a lo- lovely colour. Yeah, that's no, a wonderful location. And uh, Seb was showing me round. Um, touched a curtain and the whole <laughs> the whole rail fell down. So and it hit me well put together house. I did like a big reveal to the garden. I was like, and look at the garden. <laughs> Threw the curtains open and just like ripped the curtain rail down. It tonked me on the head. Straight on the head. But you've got a lo- big garage. The bikes were hanging up. Bike. Uh, one, bike. One's in a bike shop. Um, and the mountain bike sort of half a bike. Yeah, it's in bits. Forks on the side. They're on B-Dog's bike. Oh, I see. Yeah, I sacrificed my forks for her. And you've got your Zwift set up all ready to go, which we'll talk about in a minute. I know everyone's gagging to hear us talk about Zwift, so you've got the orange microphone um, pop shield as well, so it's, you're yeah, very on brand. That's why. Yeah, they can pay my subscription. That'd no, it's because nice. I've got so many water droplets, I can buy it. <laughs> How many have you got? Ah, uh, 4,000. I've got 1.4 million. <laughs> <laughs> I am rich. I went to buy something yesterday to see what I could buy. I could buy nothing. I wish you could buy things for people. Like gift yeah. yeah, let me win the race and I'll give you a million drops. I, I really want a buffalo bike. Are you, are you level forty yet? No, no, no. I'm, I'm like twenty seven. Oh, so forty is ridiculous. It's, you have to properly oh. put time. I wanted like go on the Dutch town bike. You can get a mountain bike. You can use that all the time oh, if you go and do the mountain bike course. Oh, so that. that could be that could be done. I have loads, but I just because I just don't. I haven't figured out how to use them, so I'm stuck on the same bike. <laughs> I've got one. Is it a trap tra- 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, that's stuck in his garage on Zwift, <laughs> as well as his garage in real life. Yes, yes. Again, it's still stuck there. No, but I, I don't know. To, I don't know how to spend them. How do you spend them? Isn't there a shop or something? Yeah, on the there's like a little shop on the main menu. Whilst you're Is riding, you've got to go onto the menu riding? and go to your yeah drop shop, drop shop, drop shop. Yeah, you oh. can buy all sorts. Yeah, with your water drops. Yeah. I've got a Cervelo S5, lovely. To start with, I just assumed it was like how much I was sweating, or how much water I need <laughs> to for drink. Out. I was like, what's the units here? <laughs> <laughs> just millilitres. Bottles of Lucozade. 
<laughs> oh. So what have what have we been up to, sir? Because we're we only I I only have a cycle with you really at the moment. That's true. Yeah, it was a very lonely existence. <laughs> us, you know, yeah. We've lost all our friends. <laughs> um, so we did the final race of the Sussex CX series um, last Sunday, so two days ago. And um, yeah, so it was over in a place called Bodmian, which is a uh, Bodium. Bodium. <laughs> Bodium. Body, I meant to say bodium. 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 It's also an ailment. Um, I got bodium and bodium. <laughs> it's like trench foot in the gooch. <laughs> gooch foot. It's near battle, isn't it? It is near battle. So yeah, it's over by Hastings, so it's apparently in Sussex, which I do not believe at all. It's, it's the far... You have to like drive you, through Kent to get to it. You can see Holland. <laughs> <laughs> It's on a different car. Yeah, it's miles away. It's clutching for a Sussex round. But because of that, no one else turned up, so it was all right. Perfect. Yes. So we got there to what looked like a pretty dull course, if I'm honest. Just from like, the first little glance at mm. it. Just a flat field. And then, yeah, like generally grass field courses are a bit dull. You need some like, woods and stuff in there. But then as you, like, we got into like, look a bit more and more, it was such a fun course. Like They, they did such a good job with the hill they had they went from mm. it was a brand new brand new round yeah it's really really good and like good parking everywhere sounds yeah like a, sounds like a dull thing but it's an important thing yeah um yeah, had a great time and so yeah it was it was so muddy though so it was the muddiest round of the year so far and yeah it and it was so, proper mud not just splashy mud it was mud that just attached it was your first proper muddy race yeah so it's mud that clogs not just mud and there's a whole what i didn't realize it's a complete um <laughs> different technique to how you ride and how you choose to when you run with your bike and stuff like that so looking back there were times when riding it was quicker but actually in the long run i wouldn't have dropped my chain yeah had i run it maybe because it wouldn't have got attacked with mud on the really muddy sections mm-hmm. so it's not just because you can ride doesn't mean you should well i did but i don't have anyone to clean my bikes <laughs> this is the one one round my dad didn't come to so um <laughs> I thought, well, my within half a lap, it'll get the same amount of mud on it. So yeah. swapping to my other bike wouldn't really have done much. It, it was the sort of thing where, yeah, there was a definite... There was like two halves to the lap, sounds obvious. But um, there was like sort of a, a fun, flowy section where you had like a little gravel climb and then you had like a really cool off-camber descent with loads of ruts in it. Yeah, in, in an orchard with loads of branches poking out. So it was just, if you, awesome. If you took the highlight, you're getting smacked in the head by branches. <laughs> And then um, had little running sections and were really, really good, like linking, flowing corners that you could just get off the brakes and just rail. And then the second half was just slop. It was disgusting. Yeah, proper, proper deep mud. It was like long grass that when it got muddy as well, that started picking up on your tyres and it really started clogging up. And that's the bit within half a lap, your bike's just caked. Your, your, your wheels, if, if you were pushing them, they stopped turning. And then straight after the really muddy section, you go through like a gravel section. So all the stones just stick to your bike immediately. <laughs> just fling up at people. Yeah, and that's where I dropped my chain four times. Where, where did you actually drop them? Straight after the muddy section. Okay, there was like a downhill bit where you obviously stopped pedalling. Yeah. And where I stopped pedalling, I think then... You it, did like a little back pedal. Yeah, it then, yeah. as I went to go up, and then I dropped it twice at the beginning of the orchard, which was straight after a downhill yeah. so, I section guess, as well. Both times you back, yeah. So when I, I, I dropped my chain once, and that was when I went to shoulder it, back pedal to sort of dismount to get my feet in the right yeah. position. I think it just kicked it off then. So sort of understanding that had I kept pedalling, it probably would have kept the chain tight. So it doesn't give mud a chance to get involved in, in that area. But 
I mean, lots of people dropped out, and it was it was a bit of a battle of attrition, really. It was amazing, wasn't it? But it was really good fun. I really and enjoyed it's, it. It's sort of, this is the point in the season where you see sort of the roadies who come in with early season fitness and sort of on the faster courses that aren't quite as technical, they can just power off. It really takes a big swing to the people that are sort of yeah. a lot more technically skilled and sort of it's fitness isn't as big a part of it. Obviously, if you're fast and good, you're still going to dominate. But like, yeah, the battle for the tenth to twentieth, yes, is wide open now. We're, instead, we're now in favour of the tenth rather than the twentieth. Yeah, exactly. Like I was, you know, I've been getting twenty second in these races and against people that were doing the same race, and suddenly I jumped up to fifteenth and said went up to eleventh because when we were beating these people, and I just thought they weren't going very well. But it turns out that actually I can ride in mud quite well. I didn't know, yeah, because I haven't ever done it before and. The combination of the decent tyres that I've got. And I said the, the practice you've been doing, getting on and off, getting the mounts dialed and stuff like yeah. that, it's really coming on. Because like, if, if you're gaining five seconds just by getting on your bike every lap, then it all adds up. Yeah, and had I not dropped my chain, I reckon I could have maybe got 13th. But likewise, I think I gained a lot of... I gained three places on the last straight in the mud, overtaking people that I'd obviously been ahead of before. But one guy was putting his chain back on a metre from the line <laughs> and just hadn't walked his bike over. It was very confusing. And I just went straight past him. So that, that was quite funny. I was like, you are all right. It's the last lap. <laughs> like, no. and, um, I, so I, I dropped my chain literally like 20 metres from the line as well. I was ran across. Like, uh. <laughs> no, really well run. It was um, the Rota race team that did it. I know Glenn, who does the Sussex League stuff, yes. like, he helped them design it and stuff. He no. was rapid as well. Yes, he was. With his big beard. Ah, oh, yes. I was... Um... I caught up to him on that. He pitted, like, had quite a slow pit. And I was like, all right, beating you now. And then within like five seconds, he was out, out of sight. Like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> See ya. He does lots of riding um, in Belgium and stuff, I think. So he's a very experienced rider. No, I'll say overall, it's the best course of the year so far. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Really good. Uh, and that sort of moves on a little bit from we raced the week before that as well at Brighton. So yeah, East, East Brighton. East Brighton Park, uh, sort of by the marina. Um, and again, it was another very like public parky, grassy field. So to look at, nothing much. But again, a really fun course. Yeah, they Excellent. definitely made the most of it. East Brighton Park is renowned for having um, a climb. I think they call it the Wall of Death or something equally <laughs> dramatic. Where it, oh, in the past, nice. it's just one giant um, ramp. And there's classic pictures and videos of it all over the internet of people not able to get up. It's sliding down. If you hit it at speed and fully committed, you get up it. But for a lot of people, that's quite tricky, I think, sometimes. Yeah. And especially when you're tired as well. And this year, they changed it. So it was now three steps. One big one, a middle one, and then a smaller one. Which was rideable, but in the heat at the moment. And if people didn't get a run up and stuff like that. So it was just carnage for different reasons at different times. Like, and there was, it was such very a good, funny. there was such a good crowd by it as well. It was, it yeah, was, everyone that was watching was in one place. We we watched the start of the um the V fifties and the women's race. Yeah, and it was just we just couldn't stop laughing. You feel bad, a little bit bad, but not too bad. It was yeah, it was encouraging laughing. We were all in it together. When people made it up, everyone was like screaming and shouting and hollering. It was great. But it was costing people like five minutes a lap trying to get up this one bit alone. It <laughs> yeah, was it was so it, good. End of the race completely. It's just, sort of like the end of Gladiator on the Travelator cross between Total Wipeout. <laughs> yeah. Get halfway up and slide back down. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's good. I mean, one thing I did find is like riding it was okay if you didn't pedal too early. If that makes sense. Yeah. So and spin this first big ramp. If you if you sort of like do a little lunge at the top of it and then let let your momentum take you up, 
then pedal it was fine but I, I found the, the few times I um, I'll say the few times the, the times I didn't make it up here it was because almost I was like getting too keen and trying to get on the pedals too early and then my wheels were spinning but and then, then you jump off if you take a moment to let your bike roll up a little bit more then put the power down yeah. when needed yeah like a like racing car where it has to you know after the corner it lines up instead of just nailing the power yeah. straight away wait until it's the wheels and the tyres are settled and then you can put the power down is that a thing Harry? yeah it is there we yeah go. see so I noticed from watching, because I saw that video of um, the start of your race, I think, or a few laps into your race, and you seem to be some of the only two that were taking kind of like a diagonal line up it. Like most people kind of just went straight up it and then at the very end yeah. turned left. It was a really going... wide corner because yeah. I ran it. I, I rode the first bit every time, but then I just went on the thing of if I try and ride it, if I get it wrong, then I'm going to lose loads of time. So I was just jumping off. But then because I was jumping off, I could take a really tight turn. So yeah. I was running diagonal across it after hitting it, Very much which was saving me quite a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went for, I'm going to ride it every time. <laughs> and I saw when you celebrated it. <laughs> That's only because I, I failed it three times in a row before that. And every time I got up the first one, and I obviously I did that pedal too early, I just lost my momentum, got mm. to the, like, the peak of the second one, and then the third one was quite easy after that. But like, yeah, I failed on the second one every time, and I was almost like trying to like trial side hops up it. I was like, I'm not on Clifford, I'm going to do this. And then every time, like, just like, like I said, not interested in the time, just wants to make <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and that's why I gave a little cheer after that. Yeah, but that's sort of like that's the the bit of cross I love is like the bit of crowd participation. Sort of when you get a reaction from a crowd, or sort of when you, when you hear crowds cheering, not not just for you, but for like. Yeah, you're riding around the course, you could hear the people making it or the people struggling because you'd hear these roars as you rode around. Like, it's quite funny. And then, so, yeah, and then, like, or they'd be like, all right, three people have done it now, you've got to do it. You're like, oh, fine. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I think sometimes, like, courses just seem to be lacking that and races do seem to be sort of lacking the interest from a crowd. Obviously, I can understand if, like, the senior stuff were the last race of the day, I wouldn't want to hang around there. No, it's getting cold and dark. Some very Um, average riders like us. It's a long drive. Definitely. But our our race is about 50 people in normally, whereas the Vet 40s has nearly 100, I think. It's almost it's double the, double the size, which is... And it's quite tricky for like the Vet 50s, which is also really heavily subscribed, with the ladies race going off, which has been... There's been loads of women entering, which is yeah. brilliant. But then you've suddenly got 130 people on course compared to our 40... Yeah. of varying different you know some of the vet 50 people and some of the, like the the ladies are super fast as well so you, you've got a real mixture of abilities in both categories yeah. and some of the courses are very narrow so it's quite tricky and it's a, i guess it's a skill in itself because everyone's got to battle against it whether it's being overtaking not make, not losing time getting out of the way of people too much but yeah. likewise overtaking i mean I'm, i saw in like um, one of the wessex league uh, facebook groups there's a bit of chat about sort of lapping riders so sort of what's the etiquette? I think the rules do state sort of if you're being lapped, you should seed the racing line is the way it says it. it's like almost like get out of the way. Who who dictates what the racing line is? Yeah, is, my racing lines are very different to fast people. Exactly, and it's like <laughs> yeah, if you if you know, sort of if you're so good, you should be able to overtake someone wherever it is. It doesn't matter that you're a bit faster than them. You should be able to ride a bit of a worse corner. Yeah, it's like you're going to ride the same corner perfectly every time. Yeah, um, and it's sort of a lot. It's very like sort of um, divided on what sort of the actual opinion was that i mean that's sort of what your thoughts are i th- I think i always go if someone's coming up behind me to be lapped yeah because i'll get like i got lapped by the first two people the other day yeah 
I'm aware they're coming because you're just aware of who's behind you all the time. Yeah. And I just make sure that it's very rare that they get you on a exact pinch point of where you're going to. Right, and I just sort of most people are polite, but it's based when I dare I say it, the sort of more testosterone. And they almost just get a bit ragey. Yeah, but in I, the I heat do of find the moment, most people are polite in doing so. I think I yeah. find it more mountain. Like you're a bit, and you've got wider bars, and it's it's quite but like difficult. a lot of the time you just sort of chill and accept it. Like a lot of like. The t- I do generally ride quite close behind people anyway. Like, just following you, I'll ride yeah. on your wheel, exactly. Um, I don't, I'm not like, oh, get out of the way, but I'm just like, I'm happy for you to ride this section at your own pace. You yeah, know, yeah. You can cost me like five seconds, but we've both had a nice time. I, I like the phrase, when you're ready, because then yeah. that's sort of like, look, it, you know, there obviously is a rush, it's a race, but at the same time, not now. Don't get off your bike and stop. Like, that's not fair on you either. So no, you, you've paid the same amount, and at the end of the day, it's a regional race. Yeah, exactly. Who really cares? And, I, and I'm coming 22nd regardless. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I know, I cost you your sixth place. <laughs> and what what level are the guys at the front? Because you boys are fast. Like, you're modest, but you are quick. So how if they're lapping you, how quick are they? Um, like, how so, so Neil Phillips um, won the Brighton round. So Who's the guy with the beard who run. rides with Techers? Yeah. Um, and I'd say he's probably around a top 20, top 30 national rider. So, like, wow. he's a very, very good rider, but by all means, he's not the best in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, sort of, there's, there's another level above that. So, regionally, for the release for this area, we don't come across anyone that's, like, world-beating. No. Often. Mm. I'm sure there are times where I think Ben Tullip turned up at one, one year, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's the sort of thing. It's like, end of the day, no one's that much of a superstar. No, and the thing with Cross is, you get, like, there's there's a person... Who came like third at the first round because it was dry. Just because of the technique. Yeah, just but I was like, I sort of, you know, saw him later on. And I was like, what? Technical and some people more powerful, and so it's completely depending on the course. It makes such a, and obviously the truly. We were saying it's actually, and that's what's so exciting. You line up and you're like. Actually, I've got no idea how else's limit is, and there's not yeah. many other factors that get in that way. A nice one to watch is like Joe Joe Parker, who he won the Sussex League this year, and he's sitting quite high up in the overall. But like he's just come on leaps and bats. His first year racing cross, obviously he's so strong anyway. But just seeing him get like the elements of cross right now as well. He's yeah, so he's just getting quicker. He's just, he's just going to end up winning races all the time next season. <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's getting the technique better and better and better. And he's in our team champs team. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're holding him back. <laughs> so Harry, you've got to get your cross bike ready for that. Oh. I've been tagging it's, you in cross bikes. I know. It's so painful because I really want to, but I just... Offer a trade. I've got, I've, got, I've got to get rid of one bike. Well, the Madone. Oh, now he should not be named. It looks so fun, like especially the videos that I've seen on Facebook and Instagram and stuff, and the like the the Brighton round with that with those steps and stuff. Like it looks so much fun, and it's so tempting. And it feels like the last two years as well. I've missed it every yeah. time. And the Teen like, Champs and... course is the best course to do your first race on. It's not a difficult because it's not. It's a fun course. It's not hilly. It's got small elements of everything, so you can really get a flavour of it. But it's more than doable and it's got a massive tarmac section so 
you the only bit I have been known about is the like um the bunny hopping or whatever you know like the big yeah but that would take half an hour like literally like we said last time the first time i did that was on the sighting lap with setup and he just said yeah you swing your leg around like you can get off your bike pick it up and then i I couldn't jump on a bike then i didn't know how to do that i just sort of ran and sort of scooted and made a mess of it whereas now i can jump on it properly yeah it's in your it's in your blood harry you're gonna do it it. do it it like a postman yeah i think i reckon it wouldn't I'd enjoy it more than road racing, to be fair. Like, Mate, honestly. So Harry, that's a, that's a pound in the swear jar. That's a pound in the swear jar. <laughs> <laughs> Our Christmas party is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the garage. Yeah. yeah. But that focus that you should, you had, and that looked really nice. But Before I left yeah. today, my dad went, uh, don't go offering my bike out to anyone. Every podcast you do, you offer it to someone. <laughs> 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 it's like, okay, sorry. You can always just do it on a mountain bike. Yeah, yeah, but you have to lift um, your mountain bike up there, Harry. That's not advisable. Just ride <laughs> through. Yeah, not advisable. It just isn't possible. Like I don't have the physical strength to lift my mountain bike. So, up, as it's at least ten kilos. Someone at Blazing Saddles will be able to lend you one anyway, even if you can't find one. But you are hundred percent doing it. We've entered you in it. When is it? <laughs> yeah, February the ninth. Okay. But but ten. But ten. And but, we'll do a couple of training sessions before that, where we just go ride around the field because that is the most fun. Okay. Anyway, yeah. like the thing we did, have we talked about that? Is it, did we? I don't know. No, I'll cross training the pump track. What's that since? We basically ruined a pump track. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we have because I was I was amazed at how close it was to us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for repeating ourselves for the three listeners that listened to that episode. Yeah, but then so we've moved on across now. Then the other thing, Zwift, everyone's favourite. Yes. Ooh. Big news is that. I now have. I'm not sure I've actually paid for it yet. I think I'm still somehow in a free trial still. But uh, yeah, I'm ridden far enough. <laughs> I've now, and I'm keeping it that way. I've now got Swift. It's He's happened. On. It's happened. So in a little Black Friday deal, um, I got myself an Elite Zumio. No, Zumo? Zumo. Yeah. Zumo. Um, it's like Elite's version of the Kicker Core yeah. or the so it's, Flux. It's a smart trainer, supposedly. That does not connect to my laptop via Bluetooth, and we—the first time we tried it, it took me like forty minutes to try and get anything connected. I spent three hours this week sat on my bike looking at to do something with a bloody connection, <laughs> and then once that was sorted, Sam showed me a way to do it on like the Swift Companion app, and somehow it works through. Yeah, that is very um, black magic. That is still don't understand what happens, but I'm amazed every time that it pops up. Like, oh, right, done. Yeah, fine. Like my phone doesn't recognise it being connected yet. Somehow it works, so that's all good. Um, and then yesterday. Uh, my internet wouldn't work, so I still couldn't come anyway. I've, I've missed three Zwift races yeah. by not, not like, I've given myself 15 minutes every time. And then um, we did get on, rode, and your laptop died. Yes. <laughs> so we couldn't even complete the flipping so, thing. I, I was like, ah, oh, because I'm still new to this. I, I get excited by, like, riding the world's course. I was like, oh, it's going to be so good. And I was like, ah, oh, Sam, let's do that. He's like, oh, there's, not, there's loads of people on at the moment. I was like, no, it's fine. We'll do it anyway. I was like, there's, there's, there's less people in the Harrogate course. Than the whole of Autopia, not realizing that the whole of Autopia is like 100 kilometers. Yeah, Harrogate is 13. So <laughs> it was just solid people. Trying to walk through. It was like ride London. <laughs> it was just mad. Like it's just a sea of flickering names. You couldn't see absolutely anything. It's for a small group ride with just two of you trying to follow each other and work out where you were. It was just an absolute. <laughs> we did okay. <coughs> yeah. Until Sam rode properly and I got tired. 
Yeah, Seb doesn't like holding a wattage for any period of time. You're like trying to do it cyclocross <laughs> style where you're like, no watts, all the watts, no watts, all the watts. Where rest, I'm just rest, holding rest, like rest. three to four and he's just like going yo-yoing up and down the whole time. The first thing you said on the chat, Seb, before we had that first wish session was, I'm feeling about 30 watts is my kind of rhythm. <laughs> that was your first message. It was nice though. I like, yeah. riding along quite nicely at that. Yeah. Like I said yesterday though, it's really weird because when you're riding, what you think your max is when you're just riding on your own, you can do about 50 to 100 more when you're doing a The momentum of it, and the, once you get into it, you always do way higher powers and wattages when you're doing the racing, which is why I always say it's so good. You don't actually know what any of my numbers are to ride at. No. <laughs> you should you should be a 4 watt per kilogram rider, but I don't know if you could be bothered to oh. be a 4 watt per kilogram rider. Because <laughs> I'm like, <coughs> it, it's, they've done well. It is light road riding, I'll, I'll say that. But in that same light, <laughs> one thing I'm really bad at in, is group riding is that I just give up so easily. I'm like, oh, I don't need to hold that wheel. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I've lost that wheel now. And Zwift's exactly the same. The whole time we're riding, I was literally like, yeah, I can pull out soon. I, yeah. like, I, can, I can see my bed from uh, where I am. Yeah, most, most of a Zwift race is just clinging on, <laughs> thinking it's going to slow down in a minute. It's going to slow down in a minute. And it never does. And then they do 10 watts per kilo. Yeah, know, it just gets faster and faster. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did a, um, I did the Lamb Chop series, which is like the um, the big Zwift series for winter at the moment. And it's um, it has like commentary and everything. They're like live live um, stream it. And I was in the A, a category. And I'm like bottom of A. I can do maybe 4.3 if I'm on an absolute world of a day. But my 4.3 watts is low watts because I'm quite light. And on a flat course on Zwift, they set out and it was all the, there's like a guy called Scotty Rice who's like a Masters champion and, you know, all these people who are like proper, like elite riders. I held 300 watts for six minutes and I got dropped from a group of 80 people. Like, it was, like, one of my best efforts I've ever done. And I couldn't save with a bunch. <laughs> so even with the draft. And I looked at the end and, like, yeah, the guy won average 80 watts for the whole race. Because it's, like, they have the, um, it's handicap race, and they're just going as fast as possible to catch people. So there's just no... They don't ever slow down between hills or anything. It's just that speed the whole time. They're like, I'll hold this power. Because obviously, they, on the descents, they don't care what the descent... What, they're literally holding on resistance. Yeah. So sometimes for, like, that... You know, you just yeah, so when I had my power meter, some, like, climbs and stuff like that, where the hairpin, like, lets off, and you just automatically don't push as hard... Yeah. So you drop back and actually you, you should be... It's weird because yeah, like you, you don't deliberately do it. You're literally like you're trying to keep the same cadence, but you do this less... Yeah, it just auto without knowing. It automatically yeah. does it. Like that's that climb, the KOM we did, Harry, where it's got that tiny hairpin in the middle of it. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. where you can like push on a tiny bit and get a gap on someone because then they have to... You've almost got to know. You've got to... So that's like knowing the course on so to like <coughs> shift down and really... Course knowledge and how the bunch works and stuff like that is absolutely oh. massive. It makes such a difference. Like I did that um the race at Innsbruck and I, I think I put on the chat just before I started it, like what's the course? Yeah. It was only that. And it and I and it's about if you're good, it's about a fifteen minute climb. The leaders did it in fifteen minutes, I did it like seventeen. And I Yeah. And I was like really gassed at the top and then I was like, Oh, at least it's only uh, like downhill then flat five K to the finish. We had to do the climb again. So I did the whole thing again. <laughs> so, and I'm like cursing thinking that oh, this is like the worst I just want to stop, but you can't because, you know, your brain doesn't let you. Yeah. So I'm doing the whole thing again, crying my eyes out, basically yeah. hanging on. And every course has, even the flat ones, there are places where people don't necessarily attack, but it's just where everyone puts the power down. 
So if yeah. you know that's going to happen, you can move to the front of the bunch and you can make it makes such a difference to the effort. Especially in London, because in London, you don't really see the rises, but they're like five, ten seconds and you don't really see them, but they're like four or five percent. And if you go from 200 watts to three, four hundred, yeah. you instantly from the back, like off the back and it's just there's nothing you can do. And the do second you're off, it's just it's game over. Yeah, exactly. And I was saying to Seb, when we were riding together, that fast lap we did, yeah, you were on the front doing like five watts per kilogram, and I was sat behind you doing like two, and then I was on the front doing five, and you were like doing four. And whether you're doing two or four, you're still on the wheel. So it's mm. knowing the absolute minimum you have to do to be able to stay with the people. And in Zwift racing, it basically is just a case, especially the flat ones, it's whoever can use the least amount of energy to have a big attack at the end. It's definitely technique. Like you look at the results at the end of a race and the the uh, variation in what's per kilo between riders finishing a few places apart is massive sometimes. Yeah. Like five, Clever five riders, you barely yeah. use anything. And that was obvious yeah. when they did the thing where it was like the pro riders racing with the Zwift All-Stars. They were nowhere near the Zwift. They were beaten just because they were utilising the game. Yeah. And if people think it's the same as cycling, you do the same tactics as that, but it's nothing like it. So yeah, interesting. So we're going to do a race tomorrow, aren't we, boys? Yes. Yeah. All together. What, what um, course? I feel like it should be hilly so that we can all explode together. I've only got one in we'll find something I'm just going to look at the companion app um, yeah, so someone else gave Zwift a go <laughs> young Peter he's, he's buying cross country bikes doing Zwift he's going to be in time trialling soon in like, he's, he's like sent, socks. sent me a message two weeks ago just uh, out the blue it was not what's, uh, what's yours and Ben's FTPs I was like <laughs> I Zwifted for the first time and did an FTP test but all I know is I'm not as strong as uh, Matthew Vanderpoel <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of queried that uh, told him what Ben's was and I told him what mine used to be when I did one years ago. And he, so Pete was like, nah, mine was 260. I hate Zwift, though. I hate it more than before, and I tried it. Uh, <laughs> it's just so poo. The poo conversations people have on it, how seriously they take it, it's so boring, and it gives you rewards like a mobile phone game. <laughs> Training for an adventure race at the end of the year, so do more pedaling and running. My mate asked if I wanted to do an FTP test, and after all the podcast poo I listened to, I thought I'd try it. And he said he did an hour-long cycle with some effort. Pete, that's Pete on Zwift. I don't know, I don't know more about his setup. Can't tell you more about that. He can join our team. That's it. Well, yeah. Our Zwift pro team. I've made a TCC team for us to yeah. join on Zwift Power. Okay. Well, yeah, it's very nerdy. I don't have Zwift Power. Or knows every race is like, you're not allowed on unless you've got Zwift Power. <laughs> <laughs> right, here are the options for tomorrow, chaps. Um, okay. Handicap race greater london flat 40 kilometers three laps and currently there's no one in the four watts to five watts (laughs) category so it'd be us three chasing people down that'd be well good (laughs) we're doing that we'll sign up to that or there's a race that is um two laps of the harrogate circuit that's what we did yesterday that'd be savage that is quite savage is it hilly i think we should do the flat one that'd be funny because that is a proper effort said where for an hour you've just got a holder Hold a power. Stan, even like you said, me and you are both light, so we don't even, even if our watts per kilo are high, we'll still only be doing like 300 watts. Yeah. Well, um... <laughs> That's good practice. You've got to raise your weakness. Very personal question, but what, what is your Zwift weight? My Zwift weight is 65 kilograms, which is my actual weight. Is it? Oh, yeah. That's good. I'm tall, but thin. I feel terrible. I'm tall, but heavy for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the height. Oh, you have to add the weight of the cannon as well. Yours with oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got um, I've got the height of the Mulan, but the power of Quintana. The <laughs> <laughs> Mulan top arm, Quintana, <laughs> little legs for life. I'm like an upside down centre. <laughs> got the head of a horse. 
and the, bo- and the legs of a boy. <laughs> there must be a picture of that. That could be the podcast picture. <laughs> Centaur. Um, so I the Harrogate one would be good. That's a proper, that's everyone all starting together. And that'll be quite busy. Although the Harrogate one is like the, the record on our, it was like 17 minutes, wasn't it? I was like the one, and it took me yeah. 26. Yeah, but we weren't, <laughs> but we weren't pushing it ever at those places. <laughs> I got, speak for yourself. So I got to top 20 and there was 4,000 people that did the KOM. I absolutely nailed that's it. That's true. I was, I was 80, 89th. And I got third on the sprint, Harry. Let's go, you know, Swiss sprinter. Oh that's what I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I we know, obviously we've established as well. I can't actually sprint if we do a race tomorrow. So with my chain, so that's my excuse already. And I can't go over what 150 watts. So if I get dropped, well, that's period, my... just period. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, well, we'll do one of those. One's at 7:35. One's at 7:40. So we'll see how we feel tomorrow. But okay. we'll do one. I'll see if anyone else is about as well. That'd be quite we'll fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah. a, that's a Zwift chat all sorted. Quick. Quick. Quick last thing on Zwift. Oh, I yeah. also think runners are a terrible, terrible idea. Runners. I sent a video. I got I, yeah, I got overtaken up a hill <laughs> doing a, by a guy doing an interval running. How the fuck out pace me up the Zwift KOL nice. on, on Zwift as well, a little, little question. Why do some people have like holographic screens on front of their bikes? But that's if you're doing a workout. They're doing a workout. Ah, right. But the colour of the screen is the zone. It is what yeah. zone they're in. So when it's red, they're like going green. for it. Yeah, there is riding with me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It blows my mind. Like the majority of people are doing workouts when you see yeah. those things, and they all seem to be in zone one. From what I've seen, rest. Everyone does Emily's short mix. That's like the classic. Yeah, go like a half an hour workout. Sounds good. Yeah. Have you done the Matarra <laughs> right Street? Have you done the McCarthy special? No, that I don't is... do any of them. I just race. Who names these? I'm a racer. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Pull the Pin Workout. <laughs> it's, a hard, like, finish, it's like the ones where it gives you like a bonus extra set afterwards. Mine's the bonus. Yeah. You only have to do half of it. <laughs> Good news. It's actually a 10-minute workout. Well done. You pulled the pin. <laughs> Pull the pin with Seb Lloyd. I'll do it like a... Um... Yeah, the Sufferfest one, you get the video. Yeah. It'd be like that, yeah. and it'd be me riding a loop, and I'll just turn off turn off home early. Yeah. <laughs> Chilling out, watching television. Well, those motivational quotes, just go home and eat some cheese. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. Your mid-pack finish yeah. counts for nothing. <laughs> the mid-pack's going to be there when you get home still. Oh, okay, well, very, very interesting chat, chaps. Now, let's go to... Hot Topic. Hot Topic. Sam's so proud of himself. So proud. We've given Sam control of the uh, iPad, the soundboard. We need to get some noises, some other noises for um... like, like a crowd going, ooh, like jeering. Yeah, different, different um, novelty noises. Yeah. I've got a few more up my sleeve here that I think might work. No, so this week or episode, I thought it'd be possibly interesting to talk about diet in cycling, so diet and weight. This is nothing to do with game changers. We're not talking about veganism or sort of any <laughs> pseudoscience. pseudosciences. Uh, this is more, uh, there's been some articles recently about sort of not eating enough as such. Um, and I think there's Ruth Winder did a very good one on Bicycling Magazine uh, talking about her world, uh, her national title win, the American Road Race national title, uh, just with regards of sort of 
yeah. so, again, sounds obvious, but you need to eat as much as your body needs. Your body expends plus more to just live for that day. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to have health problems. And that's what uh, sort of she found. And then eventually, yeah, she started getting to better form and like had a really intense block before National Champs and sort of out of nowhere, almost had like a, a breakthrough result for her. And sort of their sort of consensus now for the, in their team is you don't talk about weight loss or you don't talk about using food for weight loss or anything like that. Yeah. And it's sort of, as we're all fairly thin people, yeah. so we're not muscular. As known by our swift weights. Or large. I think Seb's slightly worried about that now. Yeah. <laughs> you get calibrated scales. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, much it's the same. And then we both did, did it on Sunday. Where um, I I, d- I didn't have any dinner, so you do like the most intense cycling exercise you can do for an hour. Your heart rate's at I average. I average about 181 beats per minute, and then I drove home. Had to go because of life. I then had to drop my bike off really quickly. Go go and do something else. So on the way, I then just bought a chicken bacon Caesar sandwich and a bag of Reese's pieces, <laughs> and that was it. And that's awful. I know that's really bad. Yeah just in general <laughs> and I was the same thing I, I just cooked the, uh, one of those meal deal stir fry things it was just the most bland awful thing in the world and I just I like food I like cooking food I like making food and it just tasted so bad and it was so uninspiring I was like I'm just sounds very privileged but I'm not, I'm not eating this Yeah, it was just generally disgusting um, so I went to, went to bed without dinner <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, that's not really helping the things but I think yeah there's, there's a, just a not just at a pro level, down to even like a club level, there's literally like a cultural issue with weight in cycling and people trying to get as light as possible for no reason. Again, if you're yeah. mid-pack finish, you don't need to be light. Yeah. Especially in England where there aren't any hills over about a minute and a half kind of thing. Yeah. Like, better to have a few more kilos and a bit more power. It's only at the absolute peak of the 0.1% of cyclists yeah. does then that weight where Quintana is slightly lighter than someone like Greipel, does it make that difference? On on normal hills. Yeah, on normal yeah, on normal hills. So it's like you don't need to I think again, you're looking at trying to make gains in places where there's a million other places you need to do before. Yeah. Like Rise your before you do that. Yeah. yeah. I want to eat more vegetables and stuff like that just for general health and things. Yeah. But I don't ever think, oh, I shouldn't eat that because of cycling. I've never done that. But I'm Again, I think we're all quite lucky in that we naturally have quite high metabolisms yeah. and stuff like that. I get it. If you are if you struggle with weight and it might affect your cycling and stuff like that because your weight fluctuates, I understand with those things. But controlling your diet rather than changing it dramatically for, you know, just for cycling ability. But likewise, I also think I eat quite well anyway. I don't eat, you know, I don't drink loads of beer and all that sort of stuff and I don't you know binge out on real really bad meat and things like that it's all just sort of pasta and carbs and i don't really i'm not fussed by eating at all so it's not like i'm always i think what i think of as eating is different to other people's views of it there was someone i heard on um, a good little podcast for food it's off menu yeah uh, and they had one thing on there there's, like, there's two types of people and i think you fall in, we, we fall into opposite sides of this is there's people that eat because they have to and eat because they enjoy it so Sam is a person that if he could have a pill oh. that, that replicates food, he would do that. Eating gets in the way of every, anything else I want to do. What? Seriously? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really fussed. Like, if I, I would eat pizza and pasta, well, I do pretty much anyway. 
I'm not. I don't try new foods or anything like that. I'm not like a foodie. So smileys. <laughs> <laughs> which are delicious yeah which are still I up saw, there i saw a, like a little advert of something the other day with a potato smiley pizza <laughs> oh, that is, oh that's too that's, far yeah. that must be from iceland <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I, I think as a whole everyone should well they don't have to but i think it should be good to sort of call people out on if like if you're like mate you of if they were larger and they've lost weight, be like, yeah, you look, you're looking healthy. But it should be looking healthy rather than looking lean, I think, should be the, oh, the compliment. Totally. Yeah, and I want to, like, because obviously cycling does make you lose weight, it makes you thin, but I really want to start doing some more gym work and things like that. It's just trying to find time to be, to be able to do those things. And if it meant that I was slightly slower going up a climb, I would not care whatsoever. Like, like, it's not really what? a priority of mine, those sort of things. Like, performance, you know, I'm at the level I want to be at. For our main A game of the Three Peaks... <laughs> Arnie wants to meet him allegedly. <laughs> Rumor has it, it's me. Um, speaking of our the Kiwi for- bot, the foreigner, he's got a game, hasn't he, Harry? So Harry, he's um, he's been <laughs> he privately corresponding with you, I believe. Private correspondence, yeah. Uh, like I said, I've had a flick through, and it looks extremely exciting. So. Had a flick through. Nice to know that you're really preparing for this as best well, as you I can, Harry. Be, I was, as, I'm. I wanted it to be as much of a surprise for me as it oh, what a great. No, I mean, most of the time. That's but... like saying I didn't revise for the test. I want, just wanted it to be a surprise what I had to know. <laughs> I mean, I want, I want you to test me on my instincts. <laughs> it's like I'm not even taking the test. Like so I'm... is the game guessing what Pete would say or our own opinion and then it happens to coincide with Pete? <laughs> I guess it to whatever way you want to play the game. Okay. <laughs> I think you've got a bit of an advantage. Seems that like well, I don't so believe he's real. The motive Pete explains the motive is that... Um, the loser will have to consume a hot energy gel. The winner gets to pick the flavour. For example, any SIS gel, as they all taste like poo. Uh, <laughs> How, what about that? A talk Adams? <laughs> or or the, the free ones that everyone gives away. It's got to be a double caffeine one because they are disgusting, those. My berry right. ones are very, they've got chunks in them and I don't think they're meant to have chunks <laughs> in them. Honestly, they're, they're awful. Glacier berries. Yeah. It's- Oh, it's those electrolyte ones but they're super salty they're disgusting my, my dad's not like grapefruit now so he gave me t- like a box of pink grapefruit ones and I, I hate grapefruit I'm like great cheers, <laughs> cheers <for that." laughs> nice and bitter I can't stand the fruit salad ones they're so sour oh, I like that I like them we had those yeah, on South Downs Way didn't we I've got a box of them still have you yeah nice right Harry come on quiz time yes anyway round one aluminium or carbon aluminium Carbon. Oh. Aluminium. Try smashing them together and aluminium will always win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure that's... Well, is that for frame or sword construction? I'm, I'm, not sure that's tri- <laughs> I'm not sure that's strictly true. Imagine, but... him, imagine him in his shed just like smashing two of his bikes together. <laughs> Pete's sponsors are too poor. Pete to definitely lives outdoors as well. He doesn't have yeah. a shed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, skids or wheelies? Skids. Skids. Oh, no, wheelies. Well, no, because he, Pete, Pete's learned to do wheelies because he, he was really uh, bad at them and he's, he's really practising. He said wheelies. He said uh, skids. Than <laughs> uh, well, sorry, what was skids? He said skids are just for kids. Look at Sagan. Everyone loves him. Yeah, fair, fair play. Right. Okay. Uh, very relevant. Uh, Zwift or setting up tubeless tyres? <laughs> I mean, I've never had an issue set up tubeless tyres. So set up tubeless tyres. Zwift. Okay. You can't set up Zwift. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I've only had issues set up Zwift. 
Uh, okay. Um, Zwift, you even end up less sweaty. They oh. are both. They are both. Only because he's a little fat boy with his big tyres. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, a warm bottle of water or camelback water that has been left in the bladder for a couple of days. Oh, camelback water. It tastes great. For days? <laughs> what was he? You got running water? <laughs> <laughs> Weeks and months, more like. <laughs> yeah, camelback water. Okay. Uh, yeah, camelback water. Just adds a bit of flavour. Yeah. Tastes great when you're thirsty. Only drink warm water if it's still... If it's a life or death situation. Yeah. Whereas my camelback, my, my original one... Uh, I've never cleaned it, so <laughs> nice. That is disgusting. I think my camelback still got water in it from Three Peaks. <laughs> Just waiting for next year. Like fine you wine. know how much you drink, drank now. So yeah, optimize. <laughs> okay, uh, ride through dog dog shit and it splashes on your bike, or cow poo and it splashed over you. Cow poo. Yeah, cow poo. Smells dog nice poo is awful. <laughs> right. Okay. Cow poo. Born in Somerset. We all smell like cow poo anyway. Just true. You can vouch for that. Has Pete got like a Bristolian accent? <laughs> no, no. He's from uh, North Somerset. So oh, it's okay. Taunton. Uh, okay. Right. So he doesn't actually really have an accent. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. I was going to do oh. an impression of him. I mean, I'm not going to try. Is that their aluminium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not as good as Corbin, that is. Nope, no, it's not. <laughs> That one of those <laughs> we don't like that car- that carbon round here. <laughs> what's what's these V brakes you got on that bike? <laughs> oh, <Christ>. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, right. Next one. Uh, hit by a car or fall off a cliff. <laughs> I think mean, there's, there's a lot of variables in that question. I'll probably go for the cliff, because cliffs could be small. <laughs> oh, falling off a cliff is scary, though. But getting, okay, hit, by, it's not like it's, getting hit by a car. Right, okay. Wait, Seb, what, was you, what were you saying? Cliff. I'll go for cliff. Okay, uh, the answer's cliff. Josh Bender made a career out of That's it. That's true. Do you know Josh Bender? Yeah, the original Huck oh, to Flat. No, so. When you get a chance on YouTube, search Josh Bender Jar Drop. I think it's J A A H, and okay. it's amazing. So Josh Bender, he made Freeride famous just by doing like an absurdly big drop. I can't like someone's measured it. Like it's like a terrible old YouTube video, and like it's almost a flat, <laughs> and he lands it and just gets bucked straight off his bike. He's got two shocks on his bike to try and like <laughs> absorb the hit, and the bike, the wheelbase on the bike must be like. <laughs> A meter, it's so short. <laughs> it's like a comedy book. It's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, the stuff he did is amazing. And he's he's so softly spoken. So when you hear him interviewed afterwards, he's like, Yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna send a drop. <laughs> <laughs> he had like those Mazoki monster forks monster, and stuff, didn't he? Like the tees. Yeah. yeah. Classic. 20, I don't know how much they weigh. Twenty four inch with a Tioga love seat. <laughs> Old school. Okay. Um right. So either you have to wear terrible Oakley sunglasses for the rest of your life, or you've got to wear road cycling shoes for the rest of your life. <laughs> what, all the time? <laughs> so all the time. You've got to wear Sleep. Oakley flak jackets, <laughs> the ones from Little Lick Toe. <laughs> yeah, um, those sunglasses. Yeah, because then you'd be like Larry and Tyser. I can still, I can still race cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you're both correct. Oakley's worked out pretty well for Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Very right. similar to Larry and that, that, that was most of our, our viewing. 
Did anyone track the scores? That is a good point. I, I wasn't. I think Seb won. I, t- I, t- yeah. I took it an early lead. I'll take, I'll take that. That was round. That was round one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How many rounds are there? It's <laughs> just the two, and round two does look shorter. So. Right, let's go. Okay, uh, round two. So, cyclist who opened his own coffee shop. If this isn't, I would... Uh, oh, this is, it's just a genuine quiz. <laughs> right. So normally, Harry, when the game completely changes, you need to let the contestants know. <laughs> Dan, what you've you got to remember here is I'm finding this out at the same time. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but that's not my issue. <laughs> 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 right what's this what's what are we doing now <laughs> answering questions okay <laughs> okay okay was that a question you asked i thought it was a two become one it sounded like a two become one. <laughs> oh, it is a two become... <laughs> <laughs> look if anyone out there is listening and um, fancies a third spot on this podcast to replace Harry, please write in. The answer is Ruby Costa Coffee. <laughs> Ruby Costa Coffee. Do uh, yeah. all that, you picked it up. That's amazing. <laughs> that is brilliant. You knew the quiz without it in front of you. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, anyway, I was trying to think, I was like, what, who, who, owns a, who owns a cafe in Girona or something like that? <laughs> I was just thinking genuinely, like who? Yeah, exactly. Well, he was just asking, what just for just, just for a tip? <laughs> Do you know anyone knows? <laughs> Travel advice with Seb. Oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> next question. <laughs> this has gone way worse than I thought it would, and I thought it would go badly. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I did not know. I knew. Pete, what have you done? <laughs> Right, carry I on. never gave him your email. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Okay. Cyclist who will be competing in the boat race. Cyclist who will be competing in the boat race? Yeah. Road for Sky. Or rides for Sky. Cambridge and Oxford. Yeah. I was thinking, like, Cam someone. Cambridge Meyer. <laughs> Just what? Not don't think. What do you do in a boat? I guess is what. Rowing. Luke rowing. Luke rowing. Yeah, Luke row. That's poor. Luke row. Poor Pete. Luke <laughs> It's gonna make mine even better when they when I release them in a Go second. Let's put up the misery for that one. Okay, cyclist who started his career as an expert in ships and docks. <laughs> what? Expert in ships. Harbour. No. No. Maritime. <laughs> just, what cyclist has got married? An expert in ships and dogs. So just it's and the, each one of the answers is just a standard cyclist name. Okay, but... he's got the easy easy version of the game. Yeah, one um, become one. Cat. One become Cat. one. Yeah. Admiral. Australian cyclist. I... He always does well on tour down under. But nowhere else. Richie Paul. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> They're um, missing the funny bit, which is the the name within a yeah. funny sentence. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, um, ten out of ten for trying. Yeah. Last one. Good. So, <laughs> <laughs> some say that if there is a nuclear explosion, this cyclist will this cyclist will be the only one who survives. Nicholas Cockroach. Yeah. 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 That's pretty good. Yeah. End of the bang, end of the bang. 
Should we go into yeah. our ones now? As that was. Oh, thank you very much, Pete. Thank you very much, Pete. Emailing him. Yeah, it says thanks, sports fans. Hope that was a close battle. Yours, Faith. Oh, I mean, it wasn't wasn't as close as you thought. Cheers, Pete. Um, I think Pete was the winner there. And now we can play our <laughs> proper game of to become one. Wow. Oh, that caught me by surprise. That Apologies thing. to all headphones <laughs> users. <laughs> even I can hear that, and I can't even hear them. <laughs> yeah, well, wait for the outro. <laughs> Brace yourselves. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Okay. So, you don't lose faith on the first one. I won't. Mine are ready as well. Belgian classics legend is aiming to celebrate winning all five monuments in Stain with his Julie. Ali Gilbert. Philippe Ali Gilbert. Philippe Ali Gilbert. <laughs> Ali Gilbert. <laughs> okay. Bunny hopping American cyclist, cyclocross star. She's winning awards for science, peace, and economics. Winning awards for science, peace, and economics. Uh, American cyclocross rider. She rides for track. Kate okay. um, Red Bull. American. Uh, she came second to Katie Compton last year. I don't know why lately. Um, what's her first name? Ellen. Ellen. That's right. Van Lloyd. Ellen, Ellen Noble Prize. Ellen Noble Prize. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one. Men's junior world champion and now world tour pro coughs when he eats a spoonful of spice. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> So who won the Worlds in Harrogate? American guy riding for Track Sigafredo next year. Oh, oh, blimey. Came second at Leadville. Oh, I don't know. First name Quinn. Casey Quinn? Corey Quinn? No, it's a man. Casey's a man's name. Oh, his his name's Quinn Cinnamon's Challenge. Right. If you want want tenuous, get a load of these. Well, too obvious. I even knew his name and I didn't (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, you ready? Cancer-surviving American King of France who is self-employed and writes articles for different publications. It's long. Lance, freelance, freelance Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> freelance Armstrong. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the guff in the middle was there. <laughs> Cancer-surviving American King of France who King is self-employed. France, right. Okay. right, get it. Ex-UK doper. Well, UK ex-doper. With a trendy, expensive clothing brand, who used to be quizzed by Chris Tarrant and now Jeremy Clarkson. Who wants to be a David Millionaire? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Italian odds-on winner for the world, who was usurped by a young Dane, but loved to solve mysteries with his trusty dog Snowy. (coughs) Snowy. I don't know what the. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. A, a cartoon boy, oh, Matteo Trentintin. <laughs> <laughs> Short but sweet, this one. The greatest of all time that sells Percy pigs. Go on, Harry. I don't. I don't know. Eddie Merckx and Spencer. Yeah. If <laughs> Bernard. Bernard Hinol's house party. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get it together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're welcome. God. Thanks, everyone, for playing. When two.
become one. I won't play the whole thing. What a bumper episode that was. That's a bumper episode. That was full on. <laughs> that was very full on. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, cheers, guys. If you have enjoyed this, please share it with your peers, your loved ones, your hatred people. Um, yeah, share it, it about because otherwise I have to keep posting it everywhere and annoying everyone. So yeah. tell five people. That'll make us very happy indeed. And then spread the love. Play it, play it at work on your lunch break. Yeah, out loud on a loudspeaker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. and it drastically increases the chances of the Madone actually getting sold. That's true, better. yeah. This, this is actually a better sales platform than Facebook. It's the only yeah. sales platform currently being used. <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. then. Super. Lovely to speak to you chaps. And uh, we'll probably do it again next week or maybe the week after. We'll have a full race report from our race tomorrow. Oh, yes. Yeah, Seb's going to hold on. No, I'll be writing the race report. I'll be a race. <laughs> I'll be typing. Just attack from the start, Seb. Honestly, that's the best right. tactic. In. Deal. Just yeah, go solo. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And remember, green is grip. Ah. <sighs>